Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Yeah, let's get wild. Here we go. It is wild card weekend. It is unfolding in front of our eyes. And for the most part, would you not agree, Ephraim Salam? And, and this is something that I think is a great message for, for all people. Like, trust your gut, right? Like, you know what you know. Sometimes I think we human beings have a hard time believing ourselves what we are watching unfold in front of us so far on this wild card weekend is simply what we already knew. We already knew it. But we talk to ourselves, and therefore we make ourselves disbelieve it. We talk to ourselves. We're like a seventh-round rookie can't be good in the playoffs. Yes, he can. Then we were like, oh, the Chargers are going to win. No, they're not. And we decided, self-included, going into this weekend, you know what? The Giants don't belong, and the Vikings, you know, they'll get this one. We've known all year long that the Vikings were a fraud, and here we are. Look, I I don't know what side of the coin you on, but I'm feeling pretty good with my uh, prognostications. so far in this super wild card weekend, can we can we go in order? Can Let's go we, in order. Can we go in order of the games that uh, you know the world watched uh, as they I, happened? I, I'm I'm a fan of chronological. So, you, you know uh, what I mean? That, that, since that means well, that means you got to start with my guys right now. So you go ahead and you just do some talking. Well, you st- I, I'd like for you to start. You know what I mean? It's uh, <laughs> it. Well, you know what? I, I'll start. Okay. Starting off this this Seattle 49er game, okay? There was a lot of expectation on Brock Purdy. 
Everything he's done up until now has been perfect. Storybook. I'm a writer right now, currently in Hollywood, and I couldn't have written a better script for him. Right? Mr. From Mr. Irrelevant to the most relevant person on his team. Yep. Yep. Super Bowl aspirations hanging on the cape of someone who got a free car and a parade because he was the very last soul picked <laughs> in a draft. Okay? It's a spectacle, right? Ah, it's funny. It's <laughs> good luck. Most of the time, Mr. Irrelevant doesn't make an NFL team or an active roster. That's just the facts of it. Moving forward to what we saw yesterday, Brock Purdy is on his way, and I'm not trying to put anything, bestow anything, any forms of greatness on this young man. All Talk I'm saying, all I'm saying is when you find yourself in a position where expectations are, for all intents and purposes, low. And what I mean by that is, well, he's a seventh-round draft. He's the last pick in the draft. What could you – I mean, yeah, we expect him to go in and throw, make some mistakes and have some turnovers and and not be able to step up to the challenge. He's done pretty good so far, but so much is on the line. So from that standpoint, expectations are low. Everybody else in that locker room and in that building – up in Santa Clara or, or up in San Francisco, the expectations are high. So you're playing with house money at this point for Black Purdy. All you can do is make yourself more money. You can't lose any. All you can do is make yourself more money. And that's exactly what he's doing. This young man is on a historic pace to not only get his team to the Super Bowl, but have a pretty good opportunity to win one. And then the rest is history. We've seen this play out before from a late-round draft pick. We've seen it happen. Oh, by the way, a late-round draft pick who grew up in the Bay Area, whose favorite team happens to be the 49ers. Yep, and, and and might be on his way to being Brock Purdy's next opponent tomorrow night. We'll find out. That's a story for a different day. Yeah, listen, you, you're making all kinds of sense, and I, I, I like. I'd actually love to ask you this question because on my show in San Francisco this week, the conversation was already set in terms of where has Brock Purdy placed himself just to finish the regular season with the, call it six wins. People want to say it five because he didn't start the Dolphins game, but he came in early. So give him those six wins, and what percentage chance would you give him to be the starting quarterback for the 49ers going forward? In other words, to take Trey Lance off of the pages. My, my answer prior to the playoffs was at minimum, and I actually think it's more than this, but at minimum he had already achieved look, this is 50-50 and it's a battle going into camp next year. But I, I, like my heart of hearts would have said, it's actually more than 50% chance already that he's going to be the starting quarterback next year. And it goes up with each playoff win. And then when you go out, you score 41 points, you account for four touchdowns, you don't turn the ball over, you go north of 300 yards. I mean, 
Ephraim, it's getting hard, I think, for people here in the Bay Area to not say, we're here. We're here. The 49ers is absolutely the last place they thought they'd find him, but they found him. The, the thing, and to answer your question, this is what I think. I think as of right now, Brock Purdy has earned the right to go into training camp competing for the starting job as the starter. He's earned the right to go in and compete. Now, the more he does, now you take the compete aspect off of it. He gets to the NFC Championship game. He's earned the right to be the starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. Right? Whatever else y'all doing, we're trying to figure out who's going to fill out spots two and three. Right? If he gets to the Super Bowl, Brock Purdy is your Super is your is your starting quarterback returning. I mean, that's just what that's what happens. We've seen this happen in the league. We've seen teams do that. We've seen Colin Kaepernick come in uh, for the San Francisco 49ers when Alex Smith got hurt and took the team to the next level, right? Took them to the next level, including a Super Bowl appearance. So, yeah, what you do now matters, right? You can he, At first he was penciled in. He was penciled in. Well, we're er- now we're tracing that pencil with pen. Mm-hmm. We're about to trace it with permanent marker, mm. <laughs> right? So you have this cool. young man who's been a great game manager. He hasn't been making mistakes. He hasn't had uh, any, you know any huge hellacious uh, wins. He came back from the Raiders when they were down uh, in in the fourth quarter overtime. Got the got the win there, but. In the playoffs, you put up 332 points and you're account for four touchdowns? You have a passing rating of 131 and a half? Oh, we we got a situation here. No, I, I no wonder. Team, listen, listen, let me just yeah, say this before go you. Ahead. Go teams ahead. can't speed him up. And that's the intangible. Teams cannot speed him up. What you do with the young rookie quarterback is you try to make him play faster than he's ready for. And teams are having a problem doing that with Brock Purdy. Pete Carroll even said after the game yesterday, we went in here thinking, look, speed him up, get some pressure in his face. It's like we couldn't catch him. Like, I'm not 100% convinced that he can't buy just as much time as Trey Lance, who we saw very, very little of. But Trey Lance didn't look quite as fast, just his legs, as people thought he was going to look. Brock's the opposite, moves around a little faster, bought time all over the place. The highlight that wasn't when he went all the way to the left and all the way back to the right and then threw to Brandon Ayuk in the corner of the end zone only to have Brandon drop it <laughs> at the end of the game. Yesterday game was already decided, so it was all good. But, I, I, I mean, he's got, like you're saying, all kinds of intangibles. Ephraim, if he does win another game or two, have we gotten ourselves to a point where Trey Lance can't even be the backup next year and that Trey Lance trade talk ends up coming this offseason. Well, what you want to do is you and 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 you have to be careful. If you're San Francisco, you really have to be careful because this is Trey Lance's what uh second year, correct? Second year. So year two. you have him at least for three more years. 
What you don't want to do is put yourself in a situation, and they've been really good about this, where you don't have a legitimate backup quarterback. San Francisco, out of any team in the league, has put themselves in a position to have three viable quarterbacks. Very difficult to do. Very, It's almost impossible to have two. They have three. Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, Brock Purdy, and no specific order, right? Brock Purdy is their third quarterback. He's not their backup quarterback. He's the third quarterback. So when you start talking about trading Trey Lance when you have him for three more years no matter what, that's where you have to be careful. You have to be careful with that because – Anything can happen, as you've seen over the last few years in terms of injury to that position. So now you've bought yourself some serious insurance. You allow Trey Lance to continue to get, number one, healthy and to get better. All those reps that Brock Purdy was taking with the scout team and getting all the – now you get Trey Lance to get those reps. We know Jimmy Garoppolo won't be in the equation. We know that. So now you go in with Brock Purdy and Trey Lance, and to me that's a a, a safe, comfortable place for the San Francisco 49ers to be throughout the year next year. I'm with you, and and the stat that everybody needs to remember, 68 – and what is that? That's how many different players started a game at quarterback this year in, in the NFL. So, yeah, I do. And with the, what the Niners have been through, you're right. I don't think they need to be reminded that sometimes you're going to need more than one guy at that position. With you from Salam, Mark Witherden, and we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the the way tire buying should be. There's much more to say on that situation because the debate will rage on over whether the Brock Purdy's an actual thing or is he concoction of the Kyle Shanahan system. That's still ahead, but you asked for chronological, so let's do it. Chargers, gonna charger. It's been written a million times on the internet just over the last 24 hours. So as we get ready for another uh, night game and the Bengals and Ravens getting going, we'll get into that coming up next on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. All right, let's keep this thing moving live in the TireRack.com studios. We are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Okay, the San Diego, yes, I meant San Diego Chargers uh, because obviously they're still the exact same organization that they've always been. Um, because this is what happens and ownership trickles down and all of those things. But l- let me just start with this, in my opinion, Ephraim. Justin Herbert is quickly becoming Matt Stafford. All he has to do is walk around in the same building where he calls home, find Matt and say, okay, talk to me about what it looks like when you feel like you're an elite thrower of the football you have all the tools that you need, but the organizational background just doesn't support you enough so that you can actually win football games. It might be Matt Stafford light. I mean, heck, they made the playoffs. They were there. They had a 27-point lead. But there are too many things with regard to the approach of the should-be San Diego Chargers Some of it is Brandon Staley's decisions. Mike Williams being in the game the week before, you and I have talked about going for it on fourth down and wackadoodle scenarios all year long. Or when you're up 27, I don't know, not running the ball. Like, it's just constant from so many different angles, but it trickles down from the top, and we've learned it time and time again that whenever we question, is it the QB Or is it the things around him? And that can be for a positive or a negative. Remember, was it Brady or was it Bill? 
Newsflash, it was Brady. Was it the Lions or was it Stafford? Ah, what's the problem? It was the Lions. If you're asking yourselves today, what's the problem? Is it the Chargers or is it Herbert? Your answer is the Chargers. And I hope for that kid, whether it's a new coach, a new team, something somewhere along the line is going to prove the point that I'm trying to make. That 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 young man's in the wrong spot. Let, let me ask you this: <clears throat> um, Has has Brandon Staley been fired today yet? Nope. Oh, the news hasn't come out yet. Okay. Um, uh, see now, do you think he will be? Let, I don't think he will be. Li- listen to me. Listen to me, please. Listen carefully. Okay. Uh, and I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to you know our okay. listeners. But I but I will too. Okay. I will too. All right. <sighs> <laughs> Brandon Staley has gotten away with murder. And the reason he's gotten away with murder was because of the superior talent of Justin Herbert. Sometimes you get a guy that's so good that it can make up for your ineptability to do your job. That's what we're seeing in San Diego. If I, I'm excuse me, in Los Angeles, San Diego, I can't do it. I gotta, I gotta go with the judge. <laughs> okay. Uh, the organization, the owners, the GM should have been on the phone with the Saints last night on that. Six-hour flight back from Jacksonville to Los Angeles. They should have been on the phone making arrangements to make the deal to bring Sean Payton, who we know wants to be here with Justin Herbert. He's in Los Angeles. He's working for Fox. He has family out here. We know this to be – so we shouldn't be dragging our feet. And you may say, well, he got him to the playoffs. Well – Hmm. They made the playoffs despite him and his abilities to coach and give his team the proper opportunity to be successful. And that goes for this year and last year. Remember, they should have made the playoffs last year as well. So I'm saying all this to say – All of those giving up points, leaving points on the field, going for it on fourth down, finding yourselves late in the fourth quarter, only down by two or three, thinking back to, man, we should have probably kicked the field goal. All of the timeout usage, all of these things that got uh, Nathaniel Hackett fired and other coaches fired, for whatever reason, the Los Angeles Chargers are going to hang on to that. So I say, yes, they made the playoffs despite Hmm. Brandon Staley's abilities to put them in a position to continually be successful. They got to get rid of them or, like you said, we're going to be looking at Justin Herbert like a dynamic thrower of the football, just squandering in a way – from front office inept uh, all the way down to to the sideline ineptability. That that's what's about to happen. They got to stop this now because this young man is the real deal. I don't disagree with anything you said. However, 
got to understand now, and I don't need to tell you this because you live in L.A. and you went to San Diego State. You know darn well that for the Chargers to do that, you're asking a group of people to completely go against everything they've ever done. Yes. The, the, everything they've ever done. They've never you're won. Gonna go, you're go, they've never won. And now you're asking an ownership group that never pays at the top of the market for a coach to pay at the top of the market. An organization that never, ever, look at the history, never gives up its first-round draft pick. Now you're going to ask them to give up their first-round draft pick to go get Sean Payton. Now you're going to ask an organization that never gives its head coach total control to bring in a head coach who is going to demand total control. Mm -hmm. Now the Chargers, they will spend. I know they act like a cheap organization, but they have had high-priced players, big contracts. Darren James, I don't come on. I mean, Keenan Allen. They're not. They're not scared of money. Okay, but. To bring in Sean Payton is layered, and and again, I'll state out loud, I agree with everything you just said, but I believe they won't do it because that's not what they do. What I'm telling you is this. What's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. So at some point, they're in a perfect position in Los Angeles, in this market, to increase the value of their franchise. They have never had an opportunity to do that. It wasn't going to happen in San Diego as much as I love San Diego. It just wasn't going to happen there. You're in the second biggest market on in this country, and now you have an opportunity to increase the value of of your franchise, and you're not even paying rent in your stadium. You you get what I'm saying? So oh, hopefully someone knows them who's listening to us. I'm trying to do the trickle down here. I'm trying to give them advice that they would have to pay me millions as a consultant to give them. I am trying to help the organization. Okay? They have a special talent in Justin Herbert. The fact that Mike Williams wasn't available for this for the game yesterday is hmm. is merit alone to fire Brandon Staley. Tell me I'm wrong. Make it make sense. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong because you're not. So yeah, I'm with you. But you tell me all of these things that you're asking them to do, which are all the right thing to do, all the smart thing to do, all the go for it stuff all the level-headed, forward-thinking stuff. Have you ever known the should-be San Diego Chargers to do those things? No, but if if I'm Justin Herbert or if I'm his representative, I'm going to have a yep. real conversation with him because it's coming up on you got to break the bank for him. And I'm going to have a conversation. I'm going to say, hey, look, yep. man, i just not going – and he, I'm sure he's not this, this type of guy. Good kid. You know, he knows how talented he is, but that's why you want somebody in his organization, you know, his rep, agent, manager, best friend, dad, uncle, whoever. Hit me up. Let me talk to him. Right. (laughs) He needs to start making decisions and helping the Chargers make decisions that are going to benefit him and the rest of the team. Like, Um, hey – 
Shul would yeah. love to get a Sean Payton or somebody in here, <laughs> right? When this, right. when this, when this, when this, when this contract negotiation starts to come through, now it's like, yeah, no, we're good. We'll wait. We'll get to the fifth year option. We'll play it. Yeah, your franchise tag may be fifty million dollars at that point. Yeah, we'll take we'll take a hundred million for two years, and then we're gonna right like you you have to start threatening things like that in order to start moving. You know, coaches, quarterback, top elite quarterbacks have gotten coaches fired before. Oh, they've got all the leverage in the world. So I mean, now I we think, have to start yeah. leaning. If they won't do it themselves as an organization, you know, their prize prince needs to start helping them understand that Matthew Stafford got the dog crap kicked out of him for 12 years. For t- <laughs> yep. At a place where the organization, where they, I'll just say it like this. I don't even have to be dispersing to, to, to Detroit and what they've done over the decades. They made two all-time greats, two all-time greats, retire early and willing to give money back to get That's out of Detroit. Point. That's a great point. That's a great point. Calvin and Barry know exactly what you're talking about. Now, uh, we could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card awards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Uh, not everybody in the doghouse for the should-be San Diego Chargers is on the coaching staff. One of them wears a uniform. Talk about that coming up next. Steve DeSager time, though. Let's find out what's trending. And has a brother who plays for the Niners. We'll get to that in just a moment. Well played, Steve. Boy, that was a team loss last night. To the NFL playoffs, we had three games today, the third of which is underway at Cincinnati. Evan McPherson with a 39-yard field goal, so the Bengals at home lead 3-0 over the Baltimore Ravens, about six minutes to go in the first quarter. We have already picked up wins from the Giants and Buffalo. With the Giants winning, that means they are now the lowest remaining seed in the NFC playoffs, which means the Giants will be at top seed Philadelphia in the divisional round next weekend. Apparently, the league is leaning toward that being a Saturday game, which means the Niner home game would be Sunday against the winner of tomorrow night's Dallas at Tampa Bay contest. Dallas has not won a road playoff game since the 1992 season, by the way. 0-8 since on the road, most recently losing at the L.A. Rams four years ago. The Giants' win was at Minnesota, 31-24. Minnesota had been 8-1 and at home during the regular season. Daniel Jones, two touchdown passes, 301 yards passing, plus 17 carries, 78 yards rushing. Saquon Barkley, two touchdown runs. Buffalo eliminated Miami 34-31. Josh Allen, three touchdown passes, three turnovers. He was sacked seven times, but in a win. Buffalo led 17-0 in the first half, but it was tied before halftime. Eventually, a Bills three-point victory against Dolphins' third-string quarterback, Skylar Thompson, who had one touchdown, two interceptions, and seemingly 10 delay of game penalties. Miami is a team on the ground, 20 carries, 42 yards. In the NBA, New York won at Detroit. Clippers sent Houston to a 10th straight loss, Chicago over Golden State, and it's a final from the Brooklyn game. The Nets at home lost to the Thunder, 112-102. to Josh Giddy 28 points. In college hoops, St. John's won at number 6-ranked UConn, 
74. NHL Montreal over the Rangers, 2-1. And pitchers and catchers report to Major League Baseball spring training in a month, February the 15th. Back to you. All right, Steve, great stuff. Uh, LiveTireRack.com studios. And by the way, um, Steve, what you just said there about the league leaning toward the Giants-Eagles game mm-hmm. being a Saturday game, I was over here under the impression that that's a done deal. Like, there's no way they're making the Bucks and Cowboys play on a Monday and then right. have the winner play the following Saturday. However, right? like, I, I, mean, I assume the official announcement comes on a graphic during this telecast tonight. So there hasn't right. been anything announced. But yeah, and the weather nothing official, but the yeah. weather should be fine in California next weekend. Things are things are stopping the next few days with all the rain that's yes. been going on last few weeks. I can tell you right now, sitting here in the Bay Area, it is <clears throat> still pouring. Um, but yes, we 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 have a we finally have a uh, a ten day forecast that would suggest the rain is going to get up on out of here here. Not that it's going to be seventy five so. and balmy in Santa Clara. No. There's nothing like that. It'll be in the fifties, but no wet weather next weekend. Correct, correct. And actually, yesterday ended up being about as good as anyone could have hoped, considering the uh, the forecast. Yeah. It was supposed to be just completely sideways, and it wasn't that bad. But and before yeah, the I'm, game, I'm it was totally, certainly yeah, raining. Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. Like, I thought the trees were going to fly out of the ground outside my house when we woke <laughs> up yesterday morning. So it was intense. But anyway, yeah, I think that, that 49ers versus Bucks slash Cowboys game is uh, I mean, it has to be a Sunday game. The Bucks and Cowboys would would have every right to go crazy if they ended up playing with uh, with a Monday, what, only Saturday, four days yeah, rest, exactly, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's not super uh, right. divisional weekend. There is no Monday game <laughs> next weekend. Apparently, correct, that weekend's correct. not that super for the NFL postseason. Uh, no, <laughs> just just old regular weekend yeah. uh, coming up next week. All right, Thanks, Steve. Good stuff. Yeah. And yeah, thank you, Steve. And then Ephraim, he's exactly right. Can we take a minute to talk about the Bosa's? Because one of them was his normal fantastic self in a very, very good 49ers victory yesterday. And then I thought the other one was an idiot. Really, really did. He did himself and his team a total disservice yesterday. Hey, guess where? Guess multiple. where it starts? Guess where it starts? Where's it start? Yeah, huh? yeah. Guess where it starts? The head coach. Come on, yeah. man. It, there's a. There's a. Things have a way of trickling down off onto the field, right? There's a respect level. You think about coaches who garner respect, right? Like that was his second bonehead penalty like that. Yep. Right? The throwing of the helmet, all that. Like you, you as a player, you know what you can get away with. You know what you can get away with. So people are thinking I'm just talking about, oh, the play calls or the timeouts or whatever. No, I'm talking about the totality of being the head coach. And I don't want to take anything away from Jacksonville. But if you win the turnover margin plus four and you lose the game, it's you as the head coach. It is you. Shout out to Trevor Lawrence. Doug Peterson, the Jacksonville Jaguars, for keeping tight, coming out of the locker room, giving up only three points in the second half, and scoring 23 points. That's halftime adjustments. That's leadership. Look, we had exactly what I'm talking about. We had both sides of the coin. One team 
goes into halftime 27. The other team has seven. 27 to seven. You're up by 20 points at half. Leadership ended the game 31-30. That's what I mean. The Chargers, yeah, they could, Brandon Staley, he got us to the playoffs. He gets another shot. Uh, No, he doesn't. You have to cut it. It's going to cost you some money. We get it. If you're not willing to do these things, they need to sell the franchise because all they're doing is devaluing the franchise. At a time where NFL teams are at a premium, you're devaluing your franchise and you're about to – I can't – Mike Williams must be – if I was Mike Williams, man, I'd be like, bro, I'm I'm not going back. If dude is the head coach, I'm not going back. He broke his back. He broke his back. Are you kidding me? In a game that did mean – it, if Mike Williams is in this game, the Chargers win. You don't have Gerald you Everett, think? the tight end, having 109 yards. Mike, what did you win? That's the, that's as simple as that. It's black and white. So shout out to the Jacksonville Duval County Duval. They came. They did what they were supposed to do. They put themselves in a position. Now playing the divisional round. Uh, I don't want to take anything. Justin Herbert, he grew. I mean, uh, Trevor Lawrence, he grew today, uh, yesterday. Yep. He has taken a step forward. It was rough. This is what you need from your star quarterback. You need to see how they respond. It was rough. It was ugly. They got the win. You saw the entire conversation all in five seconds. I mean, is a player being held accountable when as a veteran supposed star player – has his second bonehead play, as you called it, throws his helmet into the ground, and instead of his coach holding him accountable, he does what we do with babies in a high Mm -hmm. chair when they toss their crackers on the floor. We run over there and we get the cracker, and we put the cracker back on the high chair. Here, if you get bleak, would you please eat that? Only so that he would throw the helmet again. Again, again. And and not another word stated. Take it to in, brother. Said star player. Hey, hey, you saw uh, it all right there. Hey, take it in. We're gonna finish this one without you. Yep. What Mike Singletary yep. say? Can't win with him. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. Right? Like you got exactly right. You exactly have right. You have to first of all take a stand as a coach. Don't be a pushover. Don't I respect Brandon Staley on that team? Are you kidding me? Hey, man, I'd be like, hey, man, take you, you know what? You don't get your helmet back. Take them shoulder pads off and all that and go take a shower. We'll see you on the bus, homie. We'll see you on the bus. And when the media asks, well, what, why didn't you have Bosa? You tell them. Because I'm not, I'm not running a kindergarten. I'm not running a daycare. I'm a professional football coach. And if you can't act like a professional, I'm going to treat you like a child. Go to your room. That's what I'm talking about, man. You think he would have did that with Bill Belichick? No. Andy Reid? No. Sean Payton? No, because the precedent would already be set. Exactly. He did it twice. 
This and and this is from the Mike Williams situation. Don't forget Keenan Allen tweeting Come on, man. earlier this year. What are we doing when he was out in a game based on the way Brandon Staley was calling everything? Come on, so, man. Uh, there it is. All right, we're going chronological. Yes, we that are. That means we're going to Buffalo. Coming up next, Mark Willardy from Salam Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Okay, Bengals off to an expected start, if you will, although Evan McPherson, who (laughs) has shown the propensity to do what he just did, has gone and done it again. So missed extra point, but a Jamar Chase touchdown, and the Bengals are leading the Ravens by a score of 9 to nothing. And as this one unfolds in front of our eyes, I have a feeling the name Lamar Jackson will come up at some point later on in these proceedings. But chronological, you request, so we do, Ephraim. And that brings us to Buffalo today in a game that also got started in a very expected way, 14 nothing, 17-3. Next thing you know, here comes Skylar Thompson in one of those games where Buffalo and I know all the cliches playoffs are different and a win is a win it's survive and advance and you move on but I, I gotta think there's some thread of concern 
for the Buffalo defense, which has not really been great in the second half of the year. They're supposed to be a very good group, um, but scoring against them has not been difficult, and the Dolphins ran up and down the field, put up a 31 on them, and, uh, and even in the loss, I mean, if you're, if you're looking at Burrow and Mahomes the rest of the way, I got to think there's something a little bit uncomfortable about today's win for the Bills, no? Uh, yeah, yeah, B- but let's do this. Instead of talking about the Bills, let's start with Miami first, okay? Because I sat there and I watched that game with my wife, and shame on, first of all, shame on Mike McDaniels, all right? And you can call it. I know what you're going to say. You can call it new coach jitters, inexperience, whatever. They were raving about, he went to where did Harvard or Yale or wherever he went and his thesis was, uh, you know, the breakdown of the 1941 NFL, like whatever that is. I don't care. I know Mike. He was our coaching assistant assistant when I was in Houston. He was filling our playbooks in when we had real playbooks with, you know, the hole punches in them and, and, and all of that. Right, he was placing our playbooks in the locker and collecting them after trips to put the new game plan in. So I, I've known him for a long time. This inexcusable for you to be on your third-string quarterback and not be able to get the play in consistently for the mm-hmm. entire game. You are out of your mind if you think you're going to beat teams in the playoff if you're breaking the huddle with eight seconds every single time and you have a massive amount of movement in your offensive sets. They could have been called for delay of game nine times in that game. I counted them nine times. Every single time I would be up, that's another one. We kept track. You used all of your timeouts because you, as a head coach, couldn't get across the information to your third-string quarterback, right? Number two, shame on those dynamic, tremendous receivers that Miami has had. It's only the third time a duo's had over 3,000 yards and yada, 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 boom, boom, boom. They let Skylar Thompson down. This dude was throwing ropes. He was making throws only the top-level elite quarterbacks can throw, can make. And they were dropping them all. You want to talk about... They should have blew Buffalo out. Waddle, for whatever reason, not here mentally today. Tariq Hill, eh. Kaseki, you can't catch a bullet trying to catch it with your arms. Use your hands. Every point in this game, when they were trying to extend, these are these are scoring passes. All right, and we're going to talk about a lot more of this on the other side. I know I'm taking up a lot of time, but it's a lot to unpack. It's a lot to unpack in that game. I mean, if if you miss the beginning of the game, Buffalo goes down, goes for it on fourth down. They don't get it. The very second play from scrimmage for Miami, bomb to Jalen Waddell. 
hit him in stride perfectly, and then he dropped it. So much more from the Buffalo game, Minnesota as well, coming up. Oh, just working our way from here to there, starting at the beginning of the playoffs and making our way up to now, broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We'll help you get there on unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And a long way to go with Brock Purdy, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, everything that needs to be said on this wild card weekend even though it is far from done ravens threatening right now down nine nothing and we will keep you up to date on that but um as uh, stone phillips would love to say back in the day on dateline uh, returning to our story uh, <laughs> let's get back to the buffalo bills and the miami dolphins because you were in the middle of saying a few things about a guy who's gotten his flowers this year from mike mcdaniel had a whole lot of people talking up his play his coaching for sure and I get it like look the Dolphins a few weeks ago were eight and three they've been through a ton of adversity with all of the Tua concussions and whatnot Uh, but then things went awry late in the season and it felt understandable and it even is today but but I'm with you that there, there were just weird things happening we talk about first game jitters mainly for players if I have it right Seven of the 14 quarterbacks in these playoffs were making their first ever playoff start this weekend. And and so there are a lot of players out there doing things they've never done before. Purdy and Geno Smith and Herbert, and here's Tyler Huntley right now as we speak, and, and all of this. And these guys, quite frankly, looked more under control than Mike McDaniel did coaching his first game in the playoffs. I mean, you mentioned the getting the play in on time. Obviously the one everyone's going to remember is the fourth and one where not only did they not get it in on time once they sort of didn't get it in on time twice. The play clock resets. He had 50 seconds to get a fourth and one call in. They end up taking a delay of game with the season on the brink. I, I, I don't know what you say about that. Ephraim. You say, the moment was too big for you because that's what it was. The moment was too big for him and he panicked. If you don't know plays you need to call in those situations, then you're not practicing right. Because as a former 13 year NFL vet, we've, I've practiced every single situation that can come up in a football game. Time, play, everything. Everything. The man has a wristband on. (laughs) Call a number and go with it. Seven, seven, right? Short yardage, number seven. He looks down, he calls the play, you break the huddle. You get up to the huddle, you get up to the line of scrimmage with 15 seconds to go so you can make the proper adjustments. It's impossible for a quarterback, a young quarterback, right, to make adjustments with breaking the huddle with eight seconds. It's impossible. It's nothing you can do. And if it's that complicated, then you've also done 
this young man and the team a, a disservice. This isn't rocket science. It's not. But there's leadership that needs to be held accountable, and that's the head coach all day. I, I couldn't believe they used all of their timeouts in a one-score game, a three-point game. They had zero timeouts. They went from a fourth and six inches to a fourth and five yards and six inches. Yeah. <laughs> Are you – and almost right. got another penalty. Yeah. Like, I couldn't even fathom what was – I was watching it. Like, what is happening right now? Why are they still in the huddle? What are you talking about? I'm talking about coming from timeout. I'm talking about coming from an injured player on the field. All of these situations, they didn't have the right play ready. Or it, so now you put your team – shout out to, 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 to uh, Miami's defense. Boy. They got after Josh Allen. Turned them all they did everything times. they could, including score, to try to help take some of that pressure off Skylar Thompson. He didn't get any help from his receivers, Tariq Hill, Jalen Waddell, Mike Kosecki. It's like they didn't want to catch the ball. Literally. I'm like, uh, my wife was like, well, that's a good play by the DB. I said, no, no, baby. If – you can get two hands on the ball as a receiver. You catch the ball. I'd love to be a fly on the wall for the no, 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 baby. No, no right? No, like, no, I'm, I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, the DB made a good play. But I said, you know who would have made that catch? Who? Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson, if he had two hands on the ball, he's not going to let the defender flap it out of his hands. There you go. I can, I've seen it. I know. Well, that's why he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. I said, I get it. I understand. But that's a standard as a receiver. If you touch it with both hands, that should be a catch. Well, and and while I don't know necessarily anything about Hall of Fame at this point, you're talking about two receivers with the Miami Dolphins who are are at the – they're right there at the top of this league. Man, they are dynamic. All right. Now, now listen, everything that you're saying, I know what there are at least a handful of listeners – saying to themselves while you're saying all of it. They're going Ephraim. You're right. All of these things are true. And with all of that, they still scored 31. And they still put the fear of God into the Buffalo Bills on a perfect weather day at Orchard Park. So... I'm not here for, wait a minute, it needs to look a certain way. Look, these are playoffs. Wins a win, Every baby. single one of these, every one of these games has had wonky moments. 49ers were losing at halftime. Tyler Huntley just went right down the field on the Bengals and scored a touchdown. So every one of these favorites, you know, and we'll get to the Vikings for goodness sakes, every one of these favorites has had wobbly moments here on a very, very big stage. But talk to me about a Buffalo Bill team that if I'm looking at their, I think now, eight-game win streak, and you don't do that by accident, so I take nothing away. But, you know, the Dolphins were there a handful of weeks ago, and it took a last-second kick in order to win. I'm thinking of Thanksgiving in Detroit where Buffalo needed a last-second field goal to win. Like, scoring on Buffalo appears to be much easier now than it did in the first half of the season. And it also appears like if Buffalo wants to go to the Super Bowl, 
the high likelihood is they're going to have to do it Oof. against two elite quarterbacks Ooh-wee. to knock them out. And and the way that defense looks right now, I I, yeesh, I mean, I'm, they won, and I like their chances to go to the Super Bowl less than I did a few hours ago. Yeah, they, they got a serious problem. If you are having problem with the third, fourth string quarterback and, and no disrespect to Skyler or Thompson, then uh, you about to get buzzsawed. Patrick Mahomes ain't playing them games. I, I don't. I mean, yep. look, I hey, I don't know what to tell you, man. If 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 this is what you're bringing to the table, if if this is what's happening, you're in trouble. It, it's it's about to be a problem. You, you have no answers for Skyler. You won't be able to. Protect Josh Allen. They did a tremendous job, uh, Miami, by rushing the ends wide and making the interior defensive linemen hold the pocket. We are not going to let you escape outside. And as soon as you try to escape inside, our big fellas shed and attack. That was the perfect way to combat what Josh Allen has been doing. But if you think you're going to beat Joe Burrow or, or, or Patrick Mahomes with that defense, nah, bro. That, mm. That's not what you want. I mean, I'm just looking at this thing right now and wondering, you know, you go through the first nine weeks of this season, and I'm counting up the number of times a team scored more than 21 points against the Buffalo Bills. Nine weeks into the season. You want to know what number I came up with? Hmm. Zip. Ooh. None. And then they got to week 10. Minnesota, 33 points. Cleveland scores 23 against them. Detroit, 25. And then there was a good stretch, although weak offenses, New England and the Jets, they keep them to 10 and 12. Miami, 29. And then New England, week 18, 23. And today, 31. It's not the same. Now, listen, I've already stated publicly I don't think the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl because I don't love their defense. I guess what we have right now, potentially, if the game even happens, we have the makings of that Atlanta game. Uh, Buffalo and Kansas City, and it it may look exactly like it did last year. Uh, You know, first one to 50 wins. I don't know if that's where the AFC is headed, but there's something uh, in the water right now. I'm even looking at some of the good defenses on the other side of the bracket. The 49er defense been a little bit more wobbly the last month than uh than than it had been before that. Philadelphia's defense a little more wobbly the last month. I I, I don't know. Like you tell me getting late into a season is there something there that makes sense? Um you know, guys are tired, banged up. Uh when you're used to your offense carrying you, you can get lazy. Right when you're used to putting up points and knowing you can outscore people, all it takes on defense is for one person to be out, you know, late, late to the ball. Right, it is 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 you gotta be dialed in, and the only team so far I'm seeing really dialed in, offensively and defensively, are the San Francisco 49ers. Mm. They're not playing no games. 
And the fact that Seattle scored 23 on them, I know they mad. Yep. I know they're upset. They wanted to shut them out the second half, and they gave up, you know, six they points in the fourth quarter. Time action. Yeah, yeah, right? Exactly. Like, but they, they still. Right. There's a standard there. Yes. Well, actually, can we take that opportunity coming up next for, for a quick aside? Because we still need to get to the Vikings-Giants game. But I would like to ask you, someone who's played, about the nature of what is known as the bonehead play. <laughs> and, and there's been a few, for sure. But can we spotlight the Jimmy Ward spear on Geno Smith that set up the field goal to end the first half for the Seattle Seahawks with a 17 to 16 lead. That was only exhibit A and there are more exhibits to get to, but a veteran player who's been there forever. There are just times as a fan where I'm like, what on there's got to be something to this cuz I know that player is smarter than that. So, what happens on the field that leads to a play like that. We can get to that coming up next. Football fans, be sure to tune in to Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM on Sunday mornings, three hours before kickoff. Yeah, tune in Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, and we'll take you live all the way to kickoff on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app, presented by BetMGM. That's coming up next with Ephraim Salam, Mark Willard, Fox Sports Radio. Ephraim, uh, hey, you tell me, you've been there. The playoffs are hard, aren't they? <laughs> They're really hard. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm watching. You know, the Bengals come out. They're supposed to be rocking and rolling, and they get the first two scores of the game. And the home crowd, right? Okay, we're good. Probably like Buffalo felt. Probably like San Francisco felt yesterday. And uh, so it's 9 nothing. Now here we are in the second quarter. Your left tackle, Jonah Williams, is in the locker room. Eli Apple right now is writhing around in pain on the ground. The Ravens have a first and goal, and this is literally 48 seconds after a snap was hucked over Tyler Huntley's head and was bouncing around at midfield. He somehow picked it up and turned it into a situation that ended up with a first down in the red zone. And momentum is a Raven right now. And I'm just thinking about all these games, and we'll get to the Vikings in a few, but it's just like, good Lord, the bounce of this ball, the intensity that has been brought, um, this is hard. This is, this is really hard. We go into these things. The spreads this weekend caught my attention, right? Like you had two double-digit spreads, and, and this game that, that, that flirted with the idea of being a double-digit spread, I'm not sure that those should exist <laughs> in, the, in the playoffs, man. There is a lot. There is a lot of emotion and intensity pouring out in these things right now. Yeah, it's hard to 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 really beat a team that's made it through the journey to get to the second season, which is the playoffs, and and, and just just mud stomp them, right? Like you would have thought, you know, in the in the the games that happened earlier, Buffalo playing against the third th- string quarterback. Okay, this is this is this is over. You would have thought after the fourth interception in Jacksonville, <laughs> this right. this is over. Right. Right. But what you have to remember is you have to continue to play. The other team isn't just going to pack up and go home. 
So when you feel like you have the advantage, you haven't stopped the will of the other team. And then it becomes who makes the best adjustments at halftime. I said it on the show yesterday as I was watching the game. I said, this game has been great. But what I want to see is who's going to come out the second half after the proper adjustment. That's when football starts. When you've seen a team's best shot. When you when you've seen a team go up on you 27 to 7. What's that conversation, the leadership in that locker room, and what is your team going to do? Are they going to pack it in? And what we've seen in this playoffs is no, there is no pack it in. There is no pack it in. We don't care. You can skull clap, you can blow the horn, you can beat on the drum. But we're the Giants, and, and we're going to win this game. Mm. We're Brian Dayball. Remember I on this show yep. months ago, you know exactly what I'm about to talk about. We came on to this show, and I said, Brian Dayball won the locker room week one. Going for the win. A much maligned New York Giants team trying to figure it out. He set the tempo and the tone week one. We are winners. What we're going to do from here on out under my leadership is go for the throat. When your team believes no matter what, you going for the throat, then they step up and fight with you. That's exactly what we saw what, four months later, in January, on the road, fourth and one. In their own territory. In their own territory, up by a score to put the game away. Do you see the full circle moment? That's exactly what I was talking about. It wasn't even a question. He didn't have to convince anybody on that field, on that offense, that this is what we're going to do and this is the right thing to do because he'd already set the framework and the precedent week one. Win the locker room, you can win the games. Hmm. So here's why I'm so focused on that kind of emotion right now. Take me through this. And actually, I'll start with you. Have you ever had one of those big moment, big game, bonehead play? You ever do this? Me? Yeah, you. Nah, man. <laughs> no, I'm not Are you being that. sarcastic? Or no, no, I'm for real. Okay, good. Now, I, I I've, someone, I've done, I've done like, something like um, – we start the game. We've been practicing all week. We're going on one. We're going. I mean, going on two. Going on two. We come out. You know, kick off. I'm pumped up. I can't even barely breathe. I'm so hyped and 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 ready to just rip somebody's helmet off. We get up to the line. On two. On two. Ready. Break. Get up to the line. Blue eighty. Blue eighty. Said, Oh God, I jumped. Oh, come on. <laughs> you know. See, to me, to me, that's a little bit different, though. That's different. Uh, be, be, and I get that, like, right? And maybe someone will say, wait, how's that different? That's emotion leading to a mistake. 
But that's sort of like, yeah, you come out of the locker room. It's a timing thing. Help me understand, after everything that we've watched this year in the NFL, and hell, if the Vikings had tied this game today, you were about to see hell take over social media because of a roughing the passer call on Kirk Cousins deep in his own territory early on that drive. You know what I'm talking about. But we have now been trained. We know if you breathe on the quarterback – in the wrong way at the wrong time. Man, that was a bad They call. might not just throw a flag. They literally might come to your house and, and, and take ownership of it from you. You are not allowed to do weird things to the quarterback. So how, after an emotion-building field goal to take a two-point lead, and then an ill-advised squib kick that gives the Seahawks the ball just inside their own 40-yard line, how does a veteran like Jimmy Ward spear a sliding Geno Smith Goofball. with one second left? Like, you got to help me because fans are like, you, like, this TVs get broken, Ephraim. Yeah, because man. Because it plays like this. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, I like, and there are so many of them. Joey Bosa was another. I don't understand how plays like this happen. In, 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 at the highest level of the NFL. The the, the toughest thing for a, an, a professional athlete in any sport, but especially football, because it's such a contact sport, it's such a team-oriented sport. You got other compact, contact sports, the individuals like MMA, boxing. Everything that happens to you, it happens to you. Everything you decide to do, it, it, you're the only one that, that has to, to, to pay. But when you're in team sports – and the a contact sport, the emotions are so high. You literally, it's it's like it's an you have to be able to harness it. It's called controlled, right? Controlled aggression. Mm-hmm. Aggression. Controlled aggression. You have to preach that. You cannot let the emotion of the game affect the game is very difficult to do because in a physical sport, you feel like you're being taken advantage of. So your natural thing to do is to push back. Right. And if it's been happening, if you believe it's been happening multiple times throughout a game, you will get to the point where you just snap Right now, and for Ward and the spearing, that was just idiotic. You know, you're not supposed to do that. But discipline, discipline is an important part of the game. If you don't have the discipline, then, you know, and I'm sure Shanahan and and, and, and I'm sure that, you know, this will be brought up in film study. Stand up. Let's watch this play. Right? That's accountability. Mm-hmm. That's accountability. Is that happening with the Chargers and Bosa? I don't know. I don't know. Doesn't seem like it. Right? I'm on the plane. I'm I'm having the pilot and the, and, and the flight attendants put the game on in that play because, you know, they're on vacation now. 
we're going to watch this play on the plane, and I'm going to call Bosa up, and he's going to stand right here, and we're going to talk about it. Right? If that's the last thing he should do as a coach, hmm. it should have been that. Man, I hope they fire him. If they don't fire him, brother, I, I you might have – hey, man. <laughs> if they don't fire that dude <laughs> – I'm telling you, if I'm uh, Justin, if I'm Justin Herbert's people, yeah, I'm like, yo, yeah. bro, I'm, 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 I'm hang back. Yeah. No, yep. we ain't got to talk about no contract. Well, oh, well, I'm gonna hang back. Mm. So, we're, we're, uh, go ahead. Yeah, no. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy disc- uh, discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. It's Steve time, Ephraim. It's 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 time for Steve. We hey, we, we hey, got to get Steve DeSager in here. Hey, we got to hey, say hey. hi, Steve, and find out what's trending. Hi, Steve. Hello, and a brief injury update on defensive back Eli Apple of the Bengals. Apparently hurt in a collision with a teammate, and after coming out of the medical tent, he did get his helmet back so that's a good sign maybe it was just a stinger the way he grabbed at the neck but it does not appear he's out for the game the good news for the Baltimore Ravens is they've just taken the lead 10-9 final seconds at Cincinnati the bad news is they just had to settle for the lead field goal of 22 yards they just had first and goal at the three and went a yard backwards on the next three plays so they've hit halftime Ravens are leading 10-9 10-9 over Cincinnati. Why isn't it 10-10, you ask? Because after the Bengals scored on the first play of the second quarter, it was a Joe Burrow seven-yard touchdown pass to Jamar Chase. The extra point kick was missed. So the Bengals are down one at home at halftime. AP in the Bay Area pointing out that now that Evan McPherson has missed a playoff kick, 49ers veteran Robbie Gold is one of the rare kickers who's never missed in the postseason. Field goals 25 for 25. Robbie Gold, 37 for 37 on PATs in his playoff career. Obviously, the Niners will be playing next weekend. Top-seeded Philadelphia, likely on Saturday, will be hosting the Giants as the Giants eliminated Minnesota 31-24. to So the Vikings are the first NFL team to, in the regular season, go undefeated in one-score games and then lose the wild-card playoff by one score. Quarterback Daniel Jones, two touchdowns, 301 yards passing, plus 17 carries, 78 yards rushing. This was the Giants' first postseason win in over a decade since a Super Bowl victory against New England. Buffalo beat Miami 34-31. Josh Allen, three touchdown passes, three turnovers. He was sacked seven times in this game. Allen had 352 yards passing for the winners. Buffalo now 8-1 and one at home. For what it's worth the Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel was asked afterwards about the critical delay of game penalty that his team got on their last possession near midfield about two and a half minutes to go fourth and one did not get a playoff uh, in time afterwards the coach says it was communicated to him that the Dolphins had already picked up the first down on the prior play so he was deploying a group for a first and ten call and then told no no it's fourth down Quote, I had gotten conflicted information that it was first down. Don't know exactly who it was from. Probably the first time all year that happened. You try to do your best, 
as it was, I thought we had a fourth and six opportunity. Well, you want to pass the buck. You want to talk about pass the buck. There is your explanation. It's fun. It's fun how coaches do this. With, Wasn't me. You know, coaches always act like they don't even see the field. They're like, yeah, remember the whole Tua concussion thing? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I got a report from somewhere else that it's like you're there. You're on the. Are you? Can you not see the game? I can see the game. You're there. It's yet why? another it's like, reason. Yeah, I, <laughs> yet another reason why every staff should have an assistant coach just for the head coach up in the just booth. There. Give you another yep. set of eyes. There's no salary cap on coaching staffs. Every <laughs> staff should be that way on third down Uh, conversions by the way miami was just four of 16 buffalo nine for 16 miami kicked field goals on three straight drives at one point in the first half and they were in the red zone on two of those drives miami loses by three points monday night it's dallas at tampa bay in the late nba game it's going to be the lakers and lebron hosting philly and Embiid. And earlier, we had a Clippers win at home over Houston, 121-100. Houston's lost 10 straight college hoops. St. John's won at Connecticut. Back to you. All right, Steve, great stuff. And also, uh, thank you, Steve, for uh, ensuring that uh, Robbie Gold will miss his next kick uh, for the 49ers this weekend. Believe me, if I had that power, I would use it. Steve, I'm so glad to be here Steve right does now. It all Ephraim the time. knows this. Steve does Ephraim it all the time. knows this because the two of you were working together does like six time. months ago, yep. and I was driving around. We're in the middle of the baseball season, and Steve killed somebody's no hitter. <laughs> and I text. I'm text. I got to wherever I was going. I texted Ephraim because you guys were having the funniest spirited debate over the broadcaster jinx. And I texted Ephraim. And, and I said, yeah, I can't believe Steve did that to That's that yet, that does. poor guy who was about to have his dream. Uh, come true and then the no-hitter died because he went on Fox Sports Radio and goes he's got a no-hitter through seven and two-thirds and and that was it and and I was reminded of that now and now as a 49er fan terrified over the next time that Robbie Gold will take the field this is awful. This is what Steve does. So for the people who weren't with us a couple minutes ago Robbie Gold's never missed an extra point in his whole playoff career or a field goal or field goal in his playoff career so Seven take days the, hence, we'll see. Yeah, take take the under in the Cowboys slash Bucks 49ers game this Sunday because there will not be any kicking. The 49ers are just going for six, and they're going to hopefully try to do it that way. I don't even know if they're going to give Robbie a uniform this weekend after that behavior. <laughs> that that was devastating for uh, for Niner Nation, Steve. Like I said, if I had the power. You got the power, Steve, okay? <laughs> you do. You do. You're like He-Man. You have the power. Um, all right. We're, uh, we're live in the TireRack.com studios. Ephraim, um, g- g- give everybody like a little 30-second teaser on what really grabbed you out of Giants-Vikings. You can pick either team. Um. The Giants. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tease you with their ability to block out the noise. That is literally and figuratively. I've played in Minnesota in the playoffs. And when I tell you it's noisy, whew, that's my tease. Love it. Danny Dimes, who may well have changed the entire narrative and future of his career with his game today, and uh, the Vikings were called a fraud all year. Yeesh. It's going to be hard to shake that label now. So all of that is right around the corner, and then 
Back to Brock and Herbert and Lamar coming up at the top of the hour as well. With Ephraim Salam, Mark Willard on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Okay, from look. I want you to get your Giants takes off. Let me just say this real quick. And, and it's silly to boil a whole season or even a game down to one play. But you go 13 and four. <laughs> and you get all the way down to season on the brink right out the gate on your home field in the first round with so many predicted that you would because that's the way the Vikings play. And people called him a paper tiger. And you've been ridiculed for years in that when the sun goes down, you, you turn into a pumpkin and you can't play in prime time. And on fourth and eight, season on the brink, you check it down to your tight end three yards in front of you. Hmm. We can't help you. I don't care if three people were on Justin Jefferson. Just throw it up. Rather than do that. He go, uh, I, it, hey, it, I'm it, giving him a chance. My man. I, I, like, I, I, I don't know what to say. 
the, the sports media is unfair to athletes all the time. I don't need to tell you this. There are so many stupid things that come out of mouths like mine on a daily basis from people who've never been there and have no understanding of what these athletes are going through. So often I'm like, look, uh, I, I'm going I'm to try to – I'm going to try to bring a broad angle here. I'm going to try to see this from all. I can't help you if with your season on the brink and everything that's happened in your career on fourth and eight in your building and Justin Jefferson on your team, you check it down to a tight end. Nothing we can do now. I call this game. When I made my picks on the show yesterday or, you know, I called this game. I took the Giants. Mm-hmm. The fact that Minnesota was only a three-point home favorite, that's customary. Right? That's you, you, you're a home team. You, you get three points. I, I knew something was in the water. All of that talk about Minnesota winning the one-score games, all of that goes out the window in the playoffs. It's another season. What you showed me by doing that, yeah, it's great. Yeah, your team feels like they can win any game. But you had 11? You had 11 one-score games that you, 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 you pulled out? Like, to me, that's a problem. When your point differential... is minus three, that means your opponents score more than you, have scored more than you throughout the year. That is a problem when you get to the playoffs. And they ran into a buzzsaw, which is the New York Giants, coached by Brian Dayball, who we talked about winning the team, the locker room, and Daniel Jones had a coming out part. This is the best game Daniel Jones has probably ever played in. Daniel Jones made himself a lot of money today. He made himself a lot of money today. Now, this notion of what's Brian Dayball going to do with quarterback, well, we got a good one. We got one that can, that can win a playoff. That's hard to do. It's hard to get to the playoffs, and it's hard to win a game in the playoffs. And you go on the road in that environment, which I've been in, you can't hear anything. I mean nothing. The line, guards, tackles, centers, they can't hear anything. And you pull this out, you Daniel Jones and his legs, it's so funny, so ironic that Brian Dayball uses Daniel Jones just like he used uh, um. Uh, my guy in Buffalo, just like he used uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Just like he used him. Same thing. I'm talking about called run, not just the scrambles. But we're running a a, a, a quarterback counter. And that's what we saw. We saw Daniel Jones step into to the role of what we've been watching Josh Allen do. Four, five points, almost five yards of carry, 
78 yards, 301 yards passing, passing rating of 114. This is this is the formula that made Josh Allen Josh Allen. And now it's it we see it it's paying dividend. So yeah, I think Brian Dayball is is okay with Daniel Jones and what he brings to the team. Why wouldn't he be? Yeah. I mean, Daniel Jones has been a fascinating player in the NFL this year. Um from making the playoffs being in basically a contract prove-it year, um, goes out there, and you mentioned the rushing. You know, Josh Allen gets so much attention for the way he's used. Uh, Josh Allen rushed for 762 yards this year. Daniel Jones rushed for 702. Like, almost the exact same. Almost the exact same in terms of rushing yards. Now, obviously, Allen mixes in 4,200 through the year, and Daniel Jones way, 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 way less than that. So I'm not making a comparison. I'm supporting your point that they're used in a similar fashion. And Daniel Jones, if you haven't been watching this year, and you probably haven't, has not been dynamic, but, man, he's been efficient. Efficient. That's he's all we been need. He, yeah. Daniel Jones has been, again, these are not words that we love to use, but he's been fine. He's been good. Not great, but, I mean, look, 15 touchdown passes is not going to get anybody's attention, but only five interceptions will. Yeah, it will. Especially, especially when you're going to go over, over 700 yards on the ground and add in seven rushing TDs. That's 22 TDs against five interceptions. Come on That's now. That's really, really good efficiency. Come, come on now. So, Maybe should not be a surprise that the New York Giants are going to play next weekend. And with Jalen Hurts, in my opinion, not being um, at full health, this becomes a really interesting game next weekend. Oh, absolutely. Now it's like, okay, the Giants have shown that they're up for the task. They, They don't care. They're up for the challenge. And... And it's one. It's this is the playoffs, man. None, nothing that happened in the regular season matters. Nothing matters. So I tell you what, man. Philadelphia, boy, whew. yep. You better get ready. Division Saquon Barkley looked real good, man. Here we go. Yeah, division opponent. They're going to be used to everything about being in that stadium. They kept it pretty close last week, even though they weren't playing their guys. So that gets real interesting. I got an interesting Shanahan Purdy question for you coming up next as well. Okay, here's my problem, Ephraim. I've saved it for two hours. Here's my problem. My problem is this sports world refuses to get divorced from its own expectations. And I will tell you why that matters in a major way, especially in these NFL playoffs in just moments. With Ephraim Salam, Mark Willard, broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So think about it. Our own expectations Just as a quick aside and as an example, think about how we vote for Coach of the Year. Coach of the Year is never about Coach of the Year. It's never about who did the best job. It's about who did a good job with someone we thought was going to stink. So 
That is a good job. Like Brian Dayball, you've been bringing him up. There you go. He wasn't supposed to be good. His team is. So there you have it. That's a coach of the year candidate. But does that mean automatically just because our expectations were wrong that you should get the award? Now, that's coach of the year, so whatever. I'll tell you where another spot where it's incredibly important. And that is, for example, Brock Purdy. This quarterback is Mr. Irrelevant. He is, uh, he's got the looks of like when he leaves the stadium with that backpack, I swear it's one of my son's friends coming home from high school. <laughs> it, it like he, right. He looks that way. His face is that way. When he when he celebrates by injecting into his veins, it doesn't even look right. It's like, look, look, look at this little kid out there having a good time. He's adorable. But the problem is, is because our own expectations were never attached to Brock Purdy at such a level, we refuse to say that he's good. Have you noticed how many people have and will continue to call this kid a complete product of the Kyle Shanahan system, which is great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking anything away from Kyle Shanahan either. However, it's as if every time Kyle Shanahan touched a quarterback, everybody just scores 40 points and goes to the Super Bowl every year. I don't know. You tell me. How long has Kyle Shanahan been around the game of football? It's been a long, a long time, man. Long, long time. time. Now, Matt, Matt Ryan won an MVP, Decades. but it doesn't, it doesn't always look like this. So, yes, great coach, great system, and hell yeah, he's got an offense around him. Those are all fair points. So would he look worse with another team? Probably. I'll grant you that. But damn it, Ephraim, we got to give this kid something now. You can't just walk out there and do this. No. That's not the way it works in the NFL. No, and and and, and to answer that, well, to, to add on to what you said, you know, about him looking different with another team, talent is talent, okay? And confidence is sometimes more important than young talent. Because we've seen young, talented people get in their own way. To have the confidence to step on a stage as big as the San Francisco 49ers and that roster with the expectation as the last pick in the draft to have the confidence and the belief in your ability, hmm. right? That everybody doesn't have that. Everybody doesn't have that. They have another quarterback there who has that type of confidence. Jimmy Garoppolo. Even when his time in new England to step in the shoes of Tom Brady, and to do what he did, you got to remember, Jimmy Garoppolo went, what, I think, what, 7-0 in his first seven starts? 8-0, something like that, including yep. New England and then coming over to San Francisco? Yep. Right, so there's a level of confidence. There's something that Kyle Shanahan um, and that organization is looking for in individuals at the quarterback position. And that's the confidence. And I don't think they see it yet in Trey Lance. 
And that's that's the intangible that you can't coach into someone. That's the value that a player will bring to your organization because you can't coach that into them. Right? That's the dynamic. And we've seen Brock Purdy has it. Joe Burrow has it. Josh Allen has it. Tom Brady has it. Right? These are things that there are other talented quarterbacks. Like, I don't see it in Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a lot of hype and and and, and a hyperbole around Kirk Cousins. You you know, you like that, and, and, and all, yeah, we get it. We all, right, having confidence and trying to prove people wrong are two different things. <laughs> and a lot of people get that confused. Because people with confidence don't care what other people think. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the value that they see in the Brock Purdy. Patrick Mahomes has it. Patrick Mahomes will do anything on the football field. He does not care. I mean, he'll do anything. That, he'll throw. That, he'll that he'll man, headbutt that, a pass to you. Headbutt. That man played ring around the rosy. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like that. That's yep. a level that it's hard to find that. And you add that with the actual skills to be able to read a defense, throw the ball on time. Like now we're talking about. Oh, okay. Now we got something. And I like I like that about Brock Purdy. I like what he's yeah. doing. He's in the perfect situation for for him to exude that. Totally. It, it it it's just wild to me. It's wild to me how this pendulum swings back and forth. I'm a huge Kyle Shanahan fan. I know you are too. Of course. I, me, I, me and Kyle I, I, Shanahan, I, I, we play Halo together, man. Well, we do, used to before really? he had it. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. Would, we would and when he was my offensive coordinator in Houston, I'd get home. He was like, look, we got meetings, we're gonna do all of this, and I and I'm gonna get on the game. See at 8 30. <laughs> I'm gonna be on at 8 30. We got the headsets on. <laughs> we playing Halo. Uh, Kyle is <laughs> Kyle is my guy. Who 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 used to win? Come on, man. <laughs> you destroy Kyle Shanahan and Halo, man. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. I know. That's your boy. And, uh, man, I'm singing his praises. You'd, you'd love it, man. I'm getting into it right now with some of my guys at uh, at 95.7 The Game, my station in San Francisco, because th- th- this has been a wobbly year. You know, when they were three and four, it's like okay, right? It turns out the Super Bowl was the was the odd year. That was the one that's the outlier. And I'm going, well, you got just please stop. I, I can't stand when we do this stuff because, for instance, you've talked about Brandon Staley tonight. Look, I know when we should be having a conversation about a person, and when we are supposed to have that conversation. We can have that conversation. We're not supposed to be having that conversation with Kyle Shanahan, period. Like, just put it aside. If you want to get upset at a play call or a decision to kick a field goal, great. Knock yourself out. Talking about his job status, absolute lunacy, in my opinion. So I'm a huge fan. And, yes, 
every quarterback seems to put up better numbers when Kyle Shanahan is side-by-side with that QB. I think he is right there as the best or one of the best play callers in the game, and this roster is incredible. But here's what I also know, Ephraim. This was prior to scoring 41 points against the Seattle Seahawks and accounting for four touchdowns and no turnovers in the game. Prior to that, you can say whatever you want about teammates and defense and red zone efficiency. You can go deep into the numbers. I'm not going deep. I'm telling you this. When Jimmy Garoppolo quarterbacked this team, they averaged 23 points a game. When Brock Purdy started coming in, they averaged 33 points a game. And now they average 34 because of what happened yesterday. It's really not that hard. The kid is excellent. He's excellent. And, and, and if I hear another person with the whole, well, geez, uh, my dog could quarterback this team. Stop it. It doesn't work like that in the NFL. Never has, and it never will. Yeah, man. It's uh, <laughs> um, you should be excited up there, All right? Y'all got some cooking, um, that you know a lot of teams couldn't pull off, given the 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 injury history and at the positions that you guys have lost people. Lost the defensive player of the year for some games. You lose Debo Samuel's. Right, you lose all of the quarterbacks. Yeah, <laughs> yep. you haven't lost a game since October twenty third. Mm-hmm. That's before Halloween. We're in the whole another year. <laughs> We're in a whole another year. It's it's about to be Valentine's Day, right? Like woo-hoo. that's that's how you coach. If you can go 13 and 4 after losing both of your your quarterbacks your best offensive player trade to get a more dynamic running back let's not forget the decisions in the trades Mhm and 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 continue to go with the last pick in the draft, how do you not win coach of the year? That's what I've been trying to say, man. There's a lot of coaches that did a great job. Sirianni, great job. Dayball, great job. Doug Peterson did a great job. Pete Carroll did a wonderful job. Um, O'Connell, I mean, I don't even know what the hell the Vikings were this year, but he found a way to win almost all of the games. Um, and and I, I could go on and on. There, there's a lot of people, but with what you just said, I feel like if this were anywhere else, people would be absolutely tripping over themselves to give somebody coach of the year. Third quarterback, and you're favored by double digits? There's other teams right now flirting with third quarterback. The Ravens, we thought we're going to have to play a third quarterback. The Dolphins played their third quarterback. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone's like, well, my guy, you can't expect to win a football game with your third quarterback. 49ers have won seven of them <laughs> without a loss. And uh, and I think with yesterday's performance, he's now at 16 touchdown passes and three interceptions. 
Man, this kid, can, this kid can play ball. Yeah. And no yeah. matter what happens so. with the organization, he'll have an opportunity to play ball as, you know, Baltimore is in this game. They just uh, one point, uh, extra point away from tying it up. Extra point away from tying it back up. Yeah, hey, man, you have to show up and play the games. Jim Speaking Harbaugh, an- ladies, another yes. another good, a candidate good for coach of the year. Yep, yep, absolutely. Even Mike Tomlin, well, what he had to deal with. I mean, right? Almost went, almost went out and made the playoffs himself. Doug um, Peterson, so yeah, lots of good candidates this year. But I'm with you that if it were my vote, that's that's absolutely where it would go. That's it from Salama Mark Willer. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card awards or we talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Speaking of these Ravens, um, I would love to get your take on the Lamar Jackson situation, which took yet another turn earlier this week and obviously leads to this game that we're following right now and he is not in it that is coming up on fox sports radio enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. sign up using code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Ephraim, I'm not a big um, soap opera guy. Not a big Real Housewives guy. 
My mom watched the soap opera when I was a kid, so I was kind of forced to watch it along with her sometimes. She watched a show called All My Children. I don't know if you remember that thing. But um, of course, Come I on. have a brain that can understand the soap opera. I get it. Um, and, I, and I understand that we sometimes look at situations and we want that. We want the drama. But in my personal opinion, we are very likely making up drama that doesn't exist when it comes to Lamar Jackson. I, I just have the hardest time believing this about a big-time football player. I, I understand maybe I'm being naive, but for example... Damar Hamlin, and how wonderful is it, everything that's come out of that situation since, you know, we, we like, man, it's only been, what are we at now, right? It's been uh, 13 days, and this guy's already been to the facility, and he, he's seeing his teammates, and he's up laughing, and he's watching the game today at, at his home, and so that has turned out better than anyone could have expected, but I'm always reminded of who football players are in situations like this. This guy comes within an inch of losing his life, and when he finally wakes up, the first thing he says is, who, who won? And that's because I, I, I've come to understand the way football players think and, and, and their mentality when it comes to the game. So this idea that Lamar Jackson, even if, even if in the whole grand scheme of business we understand it, the idea that he's – pulling some sort of fast one, the idea that he is in a standoff right now with the Baltimore Ravens because he's upset about his contract, I just, I can't buy it. I, 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 I'm going to take him at his word on the PCL injury that this thing is just not reacting the way they thought it was going to react, and, and he can't get out there and play. I have to believe it because I just can't believe otherwise. Um. Okay, and and that's all great. But let me ask you this, and that's a real question. Okay. How many quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson in his fifth-year quarterback, very young, 26 years old, has an MVP, spectacular player. How many quarterbacks recently who've signed deals have even gotten – to their fifth year option at his level? I mean, I got to think the answer is none. It's zero. So, if you know this and you see the type of money that, and this is, this goes before Deshaun Watson signed his deal. This is, I'm talking about before that. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about after your third year, teams can't wait to sign quarterbacks to long-term deals. Right? Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, Garoppolo, uh, um, um, uh, Derek Carr. The list goes on and on and on and on. Guess what Lamar has that none of them have? <laughs> An MVP. Okay, so then you throw Patrick Mahomes in there. Right? So I ask you, 
how would that make you feel if you're the if you're Lamar Jackson and you have to play prior to this year? Lamar Jackson was making like two million dollars. Mm-hmm. He signed a three-year or four-year was like nine million dollar deal or something like that. That's it. You're seeing the Jimmy G's and the the, the Jared Goffs and they're making $35 million a year. You see Dak Prescott making $40, $45 million a year. You, you're making two? And they make it and they they let you get to your fifth year? So for me, I, I'm I'm as a former player, I'm like, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, Mark, and all of that, but everybody said, well, they don't want to do the, you know, the the um the Browns deal with with, with, with Deshaun Watson is an outlier. I'm talking before that. Why wasn't he locked up before that? It's a great question. So now everybody's like, well, you know, he's turning his back on his team. He's hurting. He's, hey, man, you want to talk about business decisions? They made a business decision not to, 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 to offer him a long-term deal that he felt comfortable with. They made a business decision to do that. They made a business decision not to get this deal done prior to picking up his fifth-year option. And, yeah, his fifth-year option is worth $23 million, which is not even a fraction of what an elite starting quarterback makes in this league. I'm with that's you. A, that's a, a DB. I'm with you. Here's my, my follow-up question. If Lamar had done that at the beginning of the year, I'd understand it. I, uh, I'd understand it now. I guess where it doesn't add up is, is if that's what you're doing now, because, again, I don't believe that. Right. He'd be justified to a degree if he was. But if you're going to do that, why wouldn't you do it before the season started? Well, that's what they why were talking you, about because he's going to he's gonna honor his yeah. contract. He said it. He said, look, if we can't get a deal done, I don't want to talk about it after the season. I'm going to go out and play. Right. That's what he said. I'm going to go out and play. And he now, did. And he did. And they were winning and everything was great. They, were, uh, they uh, led the division. He gets hurt. So now you have to rethink Right now, instead of being the athlete, now you start thinking like a business person, like the team is. The team is making business decisions. You, as the the, the athlete, have to also make business decisions. And I'm not saying he's holding that on. I'm saying he wants to be healthy and come back and play because there is no long term there. Right. Okay, so when I ask you that, then do you think he's healthy right now? I think and, he's healthy. I, I think he's healthy enough to, 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 to have played not to the level he needs to be. Got it. Right. But not one hundred percent. But not, he could play. Yeah. But now you got to make a decision. You got to be like, well, yeah. I don't want to go out there and make it worse. Right. So now things are different. You're locked up long term. You know that there's stability there. No matter what happens. The last thing this man wants to do or should do is go out there. He's not 100% and hurt himself further because the team has shown 
they don't value, right? They don't value what you're bringing to the table in terms of the contract situation. They don't value it enough to have locked you up two years ago after you already won the MVP. I'm scratching my head like, what's taking so long? What, what is, what's happening? Yeah, no, that's fair. You, you don't see any comp for this. You mean you, you Derek no Carr, you you just dumped the, right? The, right? Uh, Carson Wentz, you just dumped the truck? It's the list goes on and on and on. Jerk, like a, well, everybody but Lamar. So I'm, I'm scratching my head like, what quarterback gets to their fifth? Daniel Jones is on his fifth-year option, right? Yep. Daniel Jones wasn't an MVP. There's a lot of questions. No. <laughs> do we have those questions about Lamar Jackson? We do not. And now we, we, we have different questions instead. Um, that's it from Salama Mark Willard, LiveTireRack.com studios. You might be surprised what Austin Eckler said when he was asked if he'd be shocked if Brandon Staley got fired. We'll get to that coming up in just a minute. But right now, it's Steve DeSager time with what's trending. Hi, Steve. Hello, Tyler Huntley has come alive. The Ravens are tied at Cincinnati in tonight's NFL playoff game. 17 all, about 12 and a half minutes to go in regulation. Now, the Bengals missed an extra point kick in the first half, but made up for it with a two-point pass in the second half. That got Cincinnati, a team that's won eight in a row, got them a 17 to 10 lead, but late third quarter, the Ravens tied it up. Tyler Huntley, a 41-yard touchdown pass to Demarcus Robinson with a great pump fake. Robinson had five yards of separation on Eli Apple. In the first half tonight, Huntley did not attempt a single pass over 10 air yards. In fact, his yards per attempt was only three yards beyond the line of scrimmage in the first half. Here he's come up and has two touchdown passes now with the one interception. He just had a 35-yard run, so it's six carries, 49 yards for the Ravens QB. The game is tied for the moment, because now it's third and goal at the Cincinnati one coming up. Joe Burrow with 195 yards passing and a touchdown to Jamar Chase. That was on a play to open the second quarter. This is a rematch from last Sunday when Cincinnati beat him. Baltimore was missing two injured quarterbacks there. For all of this weekend's matchups, the teams already played each other during the regular season. It looks like 99 yards the other way for wow. the Cincinnati Bengals like to take you know the what? lead. Just like that. You know that. what just happened? Did you watch? I'm sure we all did. The Jacksonville and Chargers game where Trevor Lawrence got that two-point conversion by just going up over the top and reaching the ball out. And I saw that and I went, boy, that worked. But somebody else is going to try that. And, man, that's going to turn into a fumble, and that's exactly what just happened. Good Lord. Tyler Huntley on the quarterback sneak had two Bengals against him right up the middle, and it was knocked out of his arms, picked up at about the two by a defensive lineman who goes 98 the other way. Touchdown Bengals. I assume they're looking at it video review. It's looking like it'll stand. It'll. St- I looked at it right now. He had not. He definitely did not cross the plane this thing is going to stand. Holy smokes. Wow. So Cincinnati takes the lead with about 11 and a half minutes to go. Ooh. Extra point makes it 24-17 Cincinnati. You mentioned Lamar Jackson. The Baltimore QB has missed over a month of practice and games with the knee injuries. You know, the Ravens were 7-3 and three 
at one point this season. If they lose tonight, they'll finish 10-8 and eight and be out. It was Jackson who said his knee is still unstable, that he has a sprained PCL with inflammation. He did not travel to this game. Giants eliminated Minnesota 31-24. to Quarterback Daniel Jones with over 300 yards passing, plus 17 carries, 78 yards rushing. Jones with two TDs, Saquon Barkley, two touchdown runs. The Giants will play at top-seeded Philadelphia, likely on Saturday. Buffalo eliminated Miami 34-31. Josh Allen, three touchdown passes, three turnovers. The Dolphins still have not won a playoff game since 2000. They've lost their last five in a row. Monday night, it's Dallas at Tampa Bay. Dallas has not won a road playoff game since the 1992 season. Dallas is 0-8 since on the road in the postseason, most recently losing to the L.A. Rams four years ago. In the NBA, LeBron James is playing in L.A. for the Lakers tonight. He has 22 points in the first half. But Joel Embiid has 22 in the first half for Philly. Lakers 58-57 in the lead at the break. College basketball wins for St. John's and Xavier. Injury update, by the way, for the Bengals. Left tackle Jonah Williams out with a knee injury suffered tonight. That means they've lost three offensive linemen in recent weeks. Cincinnati has taken the fourth quarter lead, 24-17. Back to you. All right, Steve, great stuff. Oh, my gosh. I can't stand that play call. I cannot stand... (laughs) Of course, I mean, if it had worked, of course, but God, I don't know, man, this third and one third and goal from the one, like, is it just impossible these days to just traditionally run the, just run the ball, the ball off, man, just run the ball. Yeah. And they've been gashing them. Their running backs have been gashing the Bengals. Golly, that one's going to bite them. Um, unbelievable, but still a one score game on into the fourth quarter. We go, uh, we haven't touched on Cowboys and bucks yet, and we will in a little bit, but let me throw this at you. Cause Ephraim, you've been passionate about Brandon Staley's got to go tonight. So Austin Eckler was asked, would he be shocked if Brandon Staley got fired? Quote, yes, I would be shocked. You're looking for someone who's going to give you a chance, and this guy has given you a chance. What are you going to go find? Someone else to give you a chance? Yes. And then maybe they may not be able to. That doesn't Mm -hmm. make sense to me. Quote, here's the thing. If you're going to say get rid of our coaches, our coaching staff, what are you going to look for? You're going to look for someone that's going to give you a chance. Well, guess what? We had a chance. You're going to just search for the same thing that you just had. What do you think? There's a lot of repetition there. (laughs) Um No, so what what you do if if it is someone like Sean Payton, right? That's not the same thing you have. That's not. Coaching matters. Everybody in the in a in a NFL are they're elite athletes. Every single person in the NFL. Less than 0.1% of the population can play in the NFL. You have to be special. You also have to have someone to lead these special individuals. And we're in a situation where time and time again, this is not a one-off. This is just not a one thing that happened. This is not me speaking out of emotion because of last night. Just look at the track record. Am I am, am I crazy with that? Just look. No at the decision to play your key players 
in a game that didn't mean anything, and you broke one of them's back. Guess who makes a different decision? A better coach. Who understands what's at stake. Who's been there. Who knows how things can, how soon and quick things can go awry. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Look at Mike McDaniels. He stuttered and sputtered through a playoff game where they had complete control of the number two seed in the AFC. Complete control. And he fumbled it from his position as a coach. Coaching matters. And to think, ah, you know, Brian gives us a chance. A chance to do what? Well, that's the thing. Like, I think it's a wild thought when someone as talented as Justin Herbert is your quarterback. You ask yourself if you think the Kansas City Chiefs running back would say, well, you know, we're just looking for a chance. (laughs) No, 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 no. You're looking for a good chance. Yeah. Like, if you got Justin Herbert as your quarterback, a chance, a chance should be the baseline. Of course you have a a chance because you showed up. There may you, 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 there may be you, four teams in the league that wouldn't give anything to have Justin Herbert as exactly. a quarterback. Exactly. Four. I'm talking about anything. That number might be too big. It might be too big. It might be too big. So that's an interesting comment from you know a key a key piece. In, uh, in the Chargers' wheel. All right, a little bit more on that coming up. Cowboys-Bucks coming up. Mark Willity from Salam, Fox Sports Radio. Third down and goal from the one. Huntley no. sticks the ball out. The Bengals have <laughs> the ball. Baby. They are running it back. <laughs> Sam Hubbard with blockers behind him. Hubbard to the Ravens, 40. Nice. The 30. Nice. The 20. Yeah. The 10. The Woo. 5. Touchdown. Bengals. Tyler Huntley tried to extend the ball over the goal line. It got poked away. Sam Hubbard scooped it up and ran the length of the field for a go-ahead Bengals touchdown. Oh, it's a classic scoop and score on 700 WLW Bengals Radio Network. And that is the progressive play of the day brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. All right, Uh, the uh, Ravens about to get the ball back. Still only down a touchdown. Uh, A little bit over eight and a half to go in this game. But, man, (laughs) I know that when you come in as big underdogs, people say things like, well, they've got nothing to lose. Um, That's true, but I don't feel like it's going to feel that way after this one for the Ravens. They were literally on the doorstep of taking control of this game. And, uh, and that play call is going to be something that it feels like very likely is going to be in John Harbaugh's nightmares for a long time. Yeah, that's, that's, that's one of those calls to keep you up. 
And depending on how this game, uh, the outcome of this game, you, you, you'll just, you know, you'll consistently just run that play back over in your, in, in your mind. Uh, <laughs> and add that to it now on the Bengals punt moments ago. You got a running into the kicker. It looked like he touched the, Bengals the ball, are get, It looked like he got gosh, a finger on it, the ball. I don't know if he got touched the ball. He barely touched the kicker's foot. I mean, barely grazed his foot. And Cincinnati's going to get a first down out of this. So this is the kind. If you're rooting for the Ravens tonight, you going this crazy. is a uh, this is a vomit in your mouth kind of a fourth quarter. <laughs> this is tough. This has been tough for the Ravens, but uh, uh, still a whole lot of time on the clock. And, uh, and the Bengals look like they're getting a wee bit conservative here too yeah, they on are. their offensive side of the ball. Joe Burrow's not as sharp as uh, oh wow drop pass. Joe Burrow's not as sharp as we've seen him, uh, you know, down the stretch uh, this this past yeah. season. I mean, they were on fire, yeah. right? So, you know, they won the, what, last eight games? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's all kind of big winning streaks coming into this. Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, 49ers, yeah, they, big, they, big win streaks coming into this thing. Teams hitting their stride, and it just they look yep. a little off. Look a little off, man. Um, speak. Speaking of looking a little off, so you were rolling through quarterbacks Mm -hmm. earlier and saying, you know, the guys that you can sort of see that that feel like whether it's they're not scared, they just have that that full drive look championship mentality. And you were rolling off a couple quarterbacks, a few of them who have that look to you. And then you said. Kirk Cousins is not one of them. It doesn't look like that. Um, can I add another name? Yeah. Dak Prescott. Oh, yeah, absolutely. D- does, not, does not look like that to me. And I, I don't really know how this is going to go. Maybe the Cowboys will find their former selves in this playoff game tomorrow night. I've spent most of the year feeling like the Bucks and Vikings were probably going to be one-and-done Football teams, when they finally got to the playoffs, uh, the Vikings were, and then now all of a sudden that we're here, I'm not sure that the Bucks are. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. I got a weird feeling about this game tomorrow night. The Cowboys absolutely should be the better team, but over the last month, that defense has not looked the same. Dak Prescott over here leading the NFL in interceptions, even though he missed almost a third of the season. They, they they done lost their mojo, Ephraim. And uh, and Dak Prescott, for me, is one of those quarterbacks that you can kind of stick in a bucket where you're like, hey, uh, we'll be relevant, we'll be kind of good, we're not going to win the whole thing. A la Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, and the rest. Yeah, that that, that is a, a good assessment. Like, looking at that game, I, I'm, I'd take Tom Brady and the Bucks in one game against the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, this is basically what it is. You know, this is you you're you're taking you know a, a trusted proven commodity in the playoffs against an unproven commodity. So what do you put your money on? Hmm. And you know, as we've seen in these playoffs, we got third-string quarterbacks lighting it up. Tom Brady ain't no third-string quarterback now. (laughs) 
Yep. So and they look a little, little juice lately. Godwin looks healthy. Yeah. Just look, look a little bit better the they, last they couple. They may weeks. get their center back. You know, I, I I'm not sure what that 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 uh, Jensen. I I thought that he may be back. Would change would changes a lot with that offensive line. So hey, hey man, that's America's team. Let, let's <laughs> see what's going on. Uh, good portion of America roots against them too. I can tell that you around true. these parts. I don't I know, know how they I, right. I know that, right? Because <laughs> they just said that they were, they just, and then that's it, right? Right. <laughs> it's it's kind of like the people who show up at the wedding. As long as you don't, you know, you're uninvited. But as long as you act like you're supposed to be there, no one's going to tell you to leave. Right. Act like you belong. That's right. All right. So you got Brady tomorrow night. I got Brady. Box. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm with you, brother. Um, a whole lot of fun tonight. Great and, fun. Uh, we'll talk to you next week, man. Absolutely amazing. Have a good one. There it one. is. For, free from Salam. I'm Mark Willard. This is Fox Sports Radio. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.